Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash musicspeaks. That's betterhelp.com slash musicspeaks for 10% off your first month. And thank you again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Hey guys, we wanted to take a quick minute to tell you about our recent partnership with the amazing Bones Coffee Company. Let's face it, you're probably sick and tired of drinking that old plain Jane coffee brand every morning. Well, fret not, dear listener. Bones Coffee is here to kick your taste buds into high gear. Bones Coffee has a wide variety of flavors to choose from, including maple bacon, peaches and spring, island grog, and my personal favorite, chocolate raspberry. Once you become hooked on the coffee, you'll be excited to learn that they have plenty of merch options to choose from as well. T-shirts, mugs, tote bags, the list goes on. You can buy their coffee in whole bean, ground, and even evil single serve options. Guys, we wouldn't lie to you. This coffee is great, and we know that you're going to love it too, which is why we have partnered up with Bones Coffee, and now our listeners have an exclusive discount code. Make sure to use the code MUSICSPEAKS at checkout for 10% off your order. That's right, James. Go to BonesCoffee.com to kickstart your new coffee addiction and use the code MUSICSPEAKS for 10% off today. Like many of you, we battle depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face. Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast with Blake Mosley and James Cox. I can count to one, two, I yeah. can count to two, three. For the divine, <laughs> I can yeah. only count to four. I, I can, can only, only count, count to four. four. Yeah, yeah. So if it's that, if it's that video, yes, I've seen it. Yes, I know. I that's not the one I'm talking about, but yes, that, but that one's is hilarious. a good one. That, uh, is, that is that is a good uh yeah. that that is a good band too. The band is called Psycho Stick. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I didn't think and, that was uh, an actual band. I thought that was like yes, a, it was an actual like a band. Um, they've been around for a while. Uh, it's a joke band, but yeah, um, they are they are hilarious. And yes, whenever that little uh, TikTok went viral, <laughs> yeah. um, I was like, "Good for them, man!" I I remember hearing about Psycho Stick ten yeah. plus years ago, and now they're 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 finally like getting known, and and they are hilarious. So yeah. more more power to them. There you go, man. Yeah. Yep. So. But you know what other trend that I uh, that TikTok trend that I'm getting get kind of tired of? What's that? I'm I'll just admit. getting tired of TikTok. Well, well, well I'm not. I love not. I love TikTok. <laughs> it is it is relaxing to me. I've gotten in on a kick of uh, watching like 
rug cleaning videos. I think it's very soothing. Uh, and, uh, it's part of my nightly routine. It helps me like kind of wind down for the night. Uh, and, uh, it, it definitely, if I'm feeling stressed out, it's very relaxing to watch someone Mm. clean, clean a rug. That's filthy. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. Uh, Uh There's something to it. Yeah. But one one trend I'm getting, I'm I'm getting kind of tired of, and it's really because of the subject matter of this episode today. Mm. Um, but yeah. uh, one thing I'm getting, and we'll talk about this at the end of the episode. But I- I'm getting really tired of TikTok covers of funky. of just song of oh, just okay. any song. Right. Oh, so okay, okay, oh, yeah. I so what I'm getting tired of, what I'm getting tired of, is like an obs- some band I've never heard of. Um, who is trying really, really hard. And I mean, I get it, man. I, I want your band to be successful. Yeah. I'm really tired of seeing these TikToks where a band pops up and they're like, uh, they're like, what if, um, what if, oh, what's the Sam Smith song? Um, who cares? And, uh, and so, yeah, it's whatever that, whatever name that song is. What if that was, what if Sam Smith was metal? Metal. And then all they do is they just put a breakdown behind the chorus of the song. Or, uh, I tell you, there's one guy that's, that a lot of my friends have been sharing, but I am really sick of seeing him to be honest with you, but he does reggae covers of old, (laughs) like emo and like hardcore and screamo bands. Mm. And, uh, like he took an under oath song and made it like a reggae thing and i was just like i i don't like it i don't i i'm i'm getting i'm getting a little tired of it and i think that yeah. a lot of it uh comes from the 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 punk goes series that we're that we're going to talk about today and kind of dive into a little bit because i i loved all of those albums and grew up listening to them there were so many of them there were so many different ones punk goes pop punk goes metal punk goes christmas punk goes what you name it uh, and uh, I just I think it started this trend where people will tr- and, and this is before the days of TikTok, but now it has just become a trend for some pop pop punk band to take a popular song and tur- or a you know or an old nineties yeah. song or something and be like, what if it was pop punk? And I'm just I I'm over it. What if the, what if uh, the Simpsons was metal and they take the Simpsons theme song and they just put a bunch of widdly was in the background and, you know, and, and call it metal and, you know, so and I, here's why I'm tired of seeing it here. Here's why. Here's okay, why I'm tired. Okay. Okay. I don't think it shows your creativity. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. I, I don't, I, I, and, and some people would argue against that and they're like, well, to be able to take the, the, you know, to hear it in a different genre, but yeah, but if you listen to all those songs, they're really just the same thing, just regurgitated over and over and over again. Right. Uh, I think that's what irritates me. It's it's almost like too easy of a template to work with that I don't feel like the creativity really comes through. Um, and I think that during the heyday of punk goes pop and punk goes all these things, um, it yeah, kind of the same thing. It was an easy template for Fearless Records to put these things out. They, you know, take whatever the hottest metalcore band is at the time, whatever the hottest pop songs are at the time. Mm. Let's blend the worlds together and let's sell some albums. And right. yes, right. it worked for them, and they did it for over ten years. And more power to them for doing that. 
but uh, really more almost like 20 years. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm really tired of seeing that on, and I started like disliking the videos. Oh, no, no, no. Like the algorithm messed. I don't want to see him. I don't want to see him. I don't, yeah. One of these bands that I get really tired of seeing pop up on TikTok is Our Last Night, and they've been around for okay. a long time. Now that out of, to my knowledge, they have never been on uh, any of the punk goes. Um, punk goes in album. the night, yeah. Okay. But you know they they their pitch on their YouTube again. This is before TikTok really took off, but you know on their YouTube their big pitch was, uh, yeah. What if this. Uh, Maroon Five song had a breakdown in it, um, and uh, or it it would be called like Maroon Five Punk Goes Pop Style, or whatever. It, it, it would just so, be it would, if it if it if it requires Maroon Five anything, it would just be straight trash to me and, and you because well, we don't yeah. like Maroon Five. But let me ask you this before <laughs> I before I I uh, I tend to want to disagree with you on some on some areas. Okay. All right. These bands that come up on your on your feet and do the remakes, are they just getting started, or have they been doing it for years and years and years? Both. Okay. Both. So I will say that talking to musicians, you, you and I have talked to a lot of musicians, right? We have, yes. And we constantly hear, hear the saying, people only care about covers when you're first starting out, and then you can go into your uh, original songs. Right. That's what I think they're doing on TikTok to get them in in their um yep. listen to their catalog, you know. Yes. Now I will say that if if you're like Taylor Swift and covering the song just to cover it, by all means don't listen to it. You know, I mean it's it's garbage. She can she can make better songs than cover songs right now. You know. Yeah. But if yep. you're a band like 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 I just found a band just like you did, it's called State of Mind. Okay. And, and they did the cover of um, uh, Garth Brooks's The Thunder Rolls. Ooh, okay, cool. Metal version. Garth Brooks nice. even said that he loved it. So, I mean, that's, okay, that's cool. pretty funny. But I, I, I do agree with you on, on some areas and some areas I'm not, so, you know, I mean, but it's okay. No. Well, I just, I, so I think, I think what irritates me is when the band becomes really successful from doing a bunch of covers, but then you yeah. can't write an original song. That's yeah, yeah. worth a crap. Yeah, like our last night I agree to me is, yeah. is like that. Like they have built a career on just covers. copying on doing covers of other people's songs, and I, I think that's <clears throat> I don't know. It, it's just it's too. And it'd be one thing if I thought that they were decent guys. They're actually a bunch of douchebags. Um, and I have heard that over and over and over again. Maybe uh, we should not have different bands <laughs> talked about that. like well bands that have gone on tour with them. Like yeah, okay, yeah, apparently yeah, yeah. they're huge divas. Like they're um they, I remember the singer of Traitors, uh Tyler Shelton posted Traitors, something up, yeah. reposted a, a post by um by our last night um that was kind of ripping on bands for playing smaller venues. Um and they talked about like how big the show was that they just played and basically drawing comparisons and being like your band isn't as good uh if you're playing at you know small clubs and things things like new brooklyn and you know really right. like small venues in my opinion those are the best shows i've ever been yeah. to in my life a small yeah. venue um where everyone feels kind of like on top of each other uh like that's that's fun to me like that it's intimate and you just feel like you're 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 more involved um and but, yeah. 
And we don't have three grand to spend on you to play the Coliseum. Come on now. Yeah. Ticketmaster got to do better, you know? I Prevail is another is another one of those bands that like got massive off of and again it wasn't even on any of the Punk Days albums. It was their Blank Space by Taylor Swift cover. That's what took them through the next level. Yeah, yeah, and I got that. And I said, okay, cool. Yeah, this is this is, and I said that's about where I started getting really really tired of these types of covers. Okay. Um, and so and maybe they just like popped up at the wrong time for me. But okay, well, okay cool i guess here's another band that i need to check out because they did a breakdown over a taylor swift song and i tend to like that kind of stuff so let me check out this band and then i listened to him and i was like oh it's nothing nothing sounds good their your original songs don't sound any good so great job on your cover but you you're really not impressing me with the and if you're into those bands and I and you're listening to me, and you're 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 yelling <laughs> at your uh, device that you're listening to this song. You're like Blake doesn't know what he's talking about. That no, I don't. Okay, that <laughs> but that is my personal opinion. I don't like them. We don't know uh, what we're talking like, about here, y'all. We're we're just know, winging it sometimes. There's plenty of great covers out there. There's plenty of bands that do a great job of covering songs, but they also have a lot of great original songs. I will always say that Four Year Strong is one of those bands. They do a great job anytime Four Year Strong. Is involved with the cover. It's amazing. August Burns Red is another one of those bands. Great at covers. They're great at making them sound like their own songs. They also have a lot of great original songs. Um, and uh, both of those bands have been featured before on these Punk Goes albums. So uh, really cool. Like really cool for the time. It's just now I'm just kind of like, eh. and we'll 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 get into more of that uh, towards the end as we talk about the legacy of Punk Goes Pop and all those, but. Um, James, you got anything before we start just diving head first? Yeah. Plug your nose. We're gonna we're gonna you know, swan dive. Let's do a let's do okay. a, let's do a wrestling swan dive in this. I'll okay. That, yeah. I just wanna warn people what well, you're about to take a step into my high school years, into my uh freshly out of high school years, because I wore the crap out of these punk goes albums um and constantly had them playing mm. and honestly this was my this was my way of staying up to date on what the popular music was of the of the time too because this was during a time where i listened to almost nothing but metalcore and uh and things like that so um it, it kept me it kept me aware of what was going on in the rest of the world i, I guess is how is the best way to describe that so um, okay, so Punk Goes dot, 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 is a series of pop albums released by Fearless Records in which punk rock bands perform covers of songs from other genres. As of 2019, the series consists of 19 compilation albums, though predominantly a series of cover albums. Punk Goes Acoustic, Punk Goes Acoustic 2, and Punk Goes Acoustic Volume 3 deviate from this theme, featuring an acoustic version of original songs uh, by the featured bands. 2013's uh, Punk Goes Christmas and uh, 20, the 2015 release of Punk Goes Christmas titled Punk Goes Christmas Deluxe Edition uh, features a mix of both Christmas themed uh, both uh, excuse me Christmas themed original songs and covers. Uh, similarly, the series' first installment, 2000's Punk Goes Metal, uh, consists of uh, of covers, with the exception of Why Rock, performed by the Aquabats, which was an original song credited to a fictitious band called Leather Pirate. Spelled mm-hmm. with a Y. Uh, yeah. Pretty neat. Leather Pirate. So, 
thought they had 14 of those um, CDs or albums. 19. Nine, nine, 19. 19, okay. Yeah. And did you Almost buy every year had, uh, ever since 2000, uh, all, like every year had some kind of album that was so which So which year did you stop on? Like year 12 or something? Uh, no. Because I, I know you have a lot. Okay. <laughs> I loved... So, uh, actually, I can't remember right off the top of my head. We're going to talk about each one, like just a brief little description of each one. Right. So when we get to the point where I'm like, this is a, this is where I tapped out. This is the last one that I was like, this is, this is good. But anything after this, I'm just getting kind of tired of listening to these things. So, you know what? I am really interested in hearing pop girls acoustics, all the, all the volumes. Because I those love acoustic guitars. I love... Yeah. I, okay, so okay, so those are like stripped down songs where it's just the guy in the guitar and the... Okay, good. I love them. I love... I w- and I will be glad to fill you in on each one of those albums. Which one? Which song I think is the best cover on there? If anyone is interested in figuring out... Uh, or or uh, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull up on Spotify. I'm going to have it pulled up. Um, and whenever we get to to that album, I'll tell you which one I like the best. So that way you can go check it out for yourself. Okay, perfect. See if you like it. Yeah. yeah. All right? Yep. So you want me? Okay. So launched in 2000, the punk goes dot, dot, dot series embodies each ebb and flow of particular popular culture for nearly 20 years with a slight twist. As such, the Fearless Records... Uh, stables hold the distinction of being the quotations uh, the top selling compilation for in the alternative genre in quotations tallying cumulative, uh, cumulative album sales in an exodus of 2.5 million and nearly a quarter of a billion streams to date wow. it worked yeah it worked yeah. It was a it was a template that worked for them. Let's take these popular bands in the alternative scene, all the Warp Tour kids that don't listen to pop radio, and maybe some of them do, and let's blend these worlds together. And maybe even people who don't listen to alternative rock like this can still appreciate it and be like, yeah, I wonder what a heavy metal cover of um, Payphone by Maroon 5 sounds like. I'm going to check that out. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then they listen to it and they're like, wow. And then I think if TikTok would have been around, then probably what you would have gotten is a lot of reaction videos to some of those things and being like, yeah. here's a raw reaction to me listening to uh, this, this punk, uh, this pop punk cover of um, this Britney Spears song. And then you, you listen to it and you react to it. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. And you know, uh-huh. I don't know. All these that's bo- I think that's what we could have had. All these, all these bogus reviews that don't that really don't. I, you yeah. hear the song, yeah, yeah. So. My favorite though, my favorite. There is a guy who does like raw reactions, and I can't remember his name just yet. Um, but uh, he's got red headphones on. Um, and every time he listens to a song, it's always like people throwing, you know, uh, things like some Avenged Sevenfold songs or a Day to Remember songs or whatever something that maybe like features a really iconic like breakdown that those in in the scene know exactly what you're what you're playing there but he he's never heard it yeah so he's got a true raw reaction to all these things and i love watching this guy listen to these songs for the first time because he's just he's got that like okay all right this is cool this is all right all right this is good and then once it like hits whatever the hook is if it's the breakdown if it's the chorus whatever 
he just has su- it, the videos but just make me feel good because he he is having like just a blast listening to these things and he gives his honest opinion about it if he really liked it or not is and he, I, I don't know it just it just makes me feel good is he that white guy with with glasses no it's a it's okay. a black guy but i can't okay. remember his name right like, off the top of my head yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I, I'm, I, I follow way too many people on oh, TikTok. Okay. Well, I pull do. It up, well. <laughs> try to look back and see, okay. but it's just, okay. it's so it's so it just makes me feel good because yeah. he just he's having such a good time with it, and right. I, I don't know. But that's cool. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the catalog boasts exclusive uh, contributions by multi-platinum award-winning talent, ranging from a day to remember. All American Rejects and Rise Against to Pierce the Veil, All Time Low, Sleeping with Sirens, and Asking Alexandria. And I've seen them in concert, and they're, they're great. But Papa Roach is better. Ask, oh, Papa Roach, yeah. Asking Alexandria. Yeah, I've seen those guys too. Yeah, because they were on tour with uh, Papa Roach. But it was yeah. Papa Roach's tour. But, uh, but I think uh, the, the uh, is the singer Davy, is that the theme? Singer from asking, uh, from asking Alexandria. Yeah. Um, what is his name? Um, yeah, because he came back when after a long hiatus from the band. So yeah, so I, so I got to see him, Danny Danny Warsnop. Danny Warsnop. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, it just, yeah. just came to my mind. Um, yeah. I have seen. Um, I have seen asking Alexandria three times. Ooh. Um, oh, with Danny 20- or no? With, twice with Danny, once with the other guy that replaced him oh, okay. briefly. Yeah. Um, and obviously, like the other guy, I couldn't even hold a candle <laughs> to Danny Warsnot. But uh, we uh, the him, first though. time I saw him was 2011 uh, at Warp Tour. Um, so this is around the time that their second album was out and was starting to blow up a little bit. But it had just been released, I believe. Um, can't remember what the name of it is uh, right off the top of my head, but uh, yeah. yeah. And then the next time I saw them was at Carolina Rebellion, maybe two or three years after that. Um, and he that was during the height of his like alcoholism, like really okay. taking over. Like you could, he came out and just, I mean, the guy was trashed and it, it really hurt the show. Um, yeah. And, you know, He's, uh, to my knowledge, he's you know kind of like cleaned up and and straightened himself out now. But uh, I think it was one of the reasons why he left the band too. Right, you're right. Yeah, uh, so. But the other guy that the the next time I saw them was like <laughs> a year or two later, uh, also at Carolina Rebellion, <laughs> yeah. and it just was not the same. Um, Danny Warsnop is a very, uh, very talented vocalist, a great front man. Um, it just that second time I saw them. It was hard to to didn't, say that. Didn't he re- <laughs> didn't he release like a country album or something? He did yeah, it was the weirdest thing. Um, I need to that, hear, I need to hear it because I love country. So. Well, I, and and it's and it was odd too because they're from England, so like really? you just don't see a lot of British. Acts, <laughs> uh, like, but that's awesome country. though. Yeah, but that's awesome. Especially yeah. like a, a a former uh metalhead metalcore <laughs> singer. Yeah, yeah. Releasing a country album. From me, anyway, it was just it was odd. I remember hearing about that and seeing an article. I thought it was a joke. I thought it was an April Fool's well, joke. See, Stephen Tyler released a country album and it wasn't. Uh, it was good, but, but it that wasn't, I can uh, I can I can actually see uh, yeah, like right. that that yeah. like you can tell he's got some at least like bluesy country influences in a lot of, uh, you know, Aerosmith songs. But just the the same guy that 
was you know screaming for asking out Xandria with his uh, flat ironed hair and uh, the v-neck that went all the way down to his belly button uh, <laughs> doing a country album was just odd to me but anyway who am I to judge I don't know okay so we're sorry about the about the about the banter y'all but that was asking Xandria so if you're a fan of them if you haven't heard, yeah. heard of them go go through their catalog they got some great stuff Anyway, Absolutely. The catalogs include including them and a whole lot of all awesome bands, All American Rejects, Rise Against, Pierce Avell. Yeah. So, not to mention though, the legacy includes multiple top twenty debut on the uh, on the Billboard's top two hundred, as well as the top five entries on the top independent album charts. That's a lot. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, top modern rock alternative album chart and top rock album chart yeah it served as a game changer for many acts including Tonight Alive the A Sky Left Drive and Juliet Sims Housing their most streamed song yeah so you if you go check out any of these artists that were featured on the Punk Goes Pop um, albums uh, depending on who they are one of their, like, you know, you go to Spotify and they've got their most streamed songs sitting up there, like top five songs or whatever. A lot of them were from these albums because that was how they got their exposure. That right. was that was it. If you could get on these Punk Goes Pop albums, um, then you 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 had just more accessibility. Like, right. you people were able to find you easier, listen to you and be like, huh, okay, well, I'm going to check out this this other band. And it was just... It was easier to do back then. I think that's why I feel overwhelmed with this type of stuff now. It's because it's everywhere and I can't escape it. Back then, it was a little bit more. You had to wait a year, um, yeah. wait for the album to come <laughs> out with the whole then you year. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you, you're like, oh, okay. Uh, what's this band? Um, a Skylit Drive. Okay, I'm gonna go check out. I, I like their cover. They, they sound pretty good. I'm gonna I'm gonna go listen to some of the other songs. And then you're like, wow, I actually really like this band. But see, but now it's overwhelmed. But then it goes back to what you said earlier about cover songs and original songs. You know. Yeah. Because I'm sure not all the bands that we listed have good no. have good original songs better than their cover songs. That's not you know. But I I'll even, I do understand I'll, your I do yeah. understand your cover songs and slash over yeah yeah I'll even go so far as to tell you because on it seemed like on every single one of these albums there was a there was a particular cover that I thought was amazing and then I would go check out the band and I was and it, disappointed right, by what I heard right and I'll give you an example of that for every single album okay how about that? great 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 the punk goes pop albums that's what that I'll I'll keep it to those to for the sake of time but still okay, okay. um but yeah. Um, but before we get into a little bit of a deep dive of each individual album that was released under the Punk Goes uh, umbrella, um, let's talk about. Uh, l- let's take a minute. We're gonna we're gonna thank our sponsors uh, for this episode. Um, we love working with these companies, and we want to tell you guys about them. Um, so yeah, uh, thank you to BetterHelp uh, for sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it is one hundred percent online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. Uh, To get started, uh, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp.com matches you with the right therapist from their network. Uh, There you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. 
Uh, you can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it is convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality that you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and a more affordable price. Um, you can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash speaks. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash speaks for 10% off your first month. We also want to thank thank in in uh, I messed that up, but it's, it's okay because we're live, so <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> hey, everybody! So we want to also could take a quick minute to tell you about our other partnership um, with Amazing Bones Coffee Company. That's right. So you're probably sick and tired of the plain old Jane old coffee mug, right? Coffee too. Um, yeah, brand new. But don't worry, Bones <laughs> Bones Coffee is here to give you kick in your taste buds and into high gear. Bones Coffee has a wide variety of flavors to choose from, including maple bacon, peaches and scream, Highland Grog, Holy Cannoli, and my favorite, my personal favorite, Mint Invaders. Yep. And we know that Valentine's Day has passed, but they still have the red velvet right. uh, yearly uh coffee so get that for your loved one or your sweetheart or yep. maybe your dog oh, I, I i don't want to give you don't, don't give your don't give dog. your dogs don't don't give them to your dogs they might they enjoy it though right they, they, they probably would i wouldn't it, suggest no no I, I i i i don't want to see hank bathing off the walls or or lucy uh yeah he's so, too big when yeah. he when he does it's it's a lot it's a lot to handle so once you have become hooked on coffee though uh, you'll be excited to learn that they have plenty of merchandise available options uh, like t-shirts, mugs, tote bags, you know, the list goes on. Um, you can buy their coffee in whole bean, ground, and evil single syrup options. Guys, we wouldn't lie to you, right? So this coffee is great and we know that you'll love it too. Which is why we partnered up with them and our listeners have an exclusive discount code. Just go to BoasCoffee.com to kickstart your new coffee addiction and use the code MUSICSPEAKS, all one word, for 10% off today. Bada bang. And I just want to give, while we're on the subject of coffee, I want to give a little shout out. If you're watching our YouTube uh, channel, um, you may see me drinking from this mug here. This is Coligo Coffee. Uh, this is the uh, coffee uh, for, for all you Sumterites. Um, this is the uh, coffee shop that my buddy Jake uh, just opened up. They had their grand opening this past Saturday. Um, so yeah, go check them out. Uh, they are on um, Boltman Drive uh, next to JJ Hardy Construction right down from the uh, um, the Tie House. Uh, so if you go to Tie House and you're like, dang, I really want some coffee now, just just take a few steps. Go to Jake's Pop Coffee Shop. Go up. check it out, man. Coligo Coffee. It's amazing. So, um, I recommend the Steamy Bean. So I've been meaning to ask you, how was that grand opening day? Was it, like, it was fun. Okay. Did, it was fun. Did a lot of people uh, come? They Yes. Uh, Jake Jake's done a really good job uh, so that. far. I love that. Um, yep. I'm I'm excited for him. Um, he's off to a great start. I believe he said the other day that he hit his six-month goal um, before the grand opening even happened like he did a real he did a soft opening two weeks prior 
Um, so it was really more like word of mouth. Yeah. And if I heard him correctly, I believe he said he hit his six month goal before the shop even opened. So that is impressive. So Jake, well, great job. Well, uh, super proud. Of you, so do you know what was, what was the goal? I don't know what the goal okay. was, but I, uh, I heard that some, uh, someone uttered that and I was like, that is amazing. Um, so yeah. And it's been not a lot of, not a lot of promotion, mostly just word of mouth. And, uh, so excited to see it. So Jake, nice. uh, Jake, good job. And then James, next time that you're in Sumter, yes, we're gonna we're gonna go to Coligo. Yes, sir. Uh, Let's and, do it. Uh, we're yeah. gonna get some coffee. So I gotta meet I gotta meet Jake. So that's gotta cool. meet Jake. So, Jake. <laughs> so let's do this. Why don't I read every pump ghost metal pump ghost pop thing you have on the list, and you tell us yes. what song is better is the best, and which song is the worst on it? How about that? That sounds like a plan to me. Well, that, okay, perfect, perfect. So, so let's start out with the Punk Ghost Metal in 2000. <laughs> so in 2000, this one came up. So this one started on all. Punk powerhouses tried to try their hand at metal favorites. Among many highlights, AFI got down and dirty on My Michelle by Guns N' Roses, and New Found Glory reached their uh reach for. Sunset Strip Immortality on Warrant's Heaven. Yeah. So that and which, that is that is the one that I would say is uh is my favorite one off the very first you Punk Go series, Punk Goes Metal released in two thousand. My favorite one uh would be uh Newfound Glory's cover of uh Heaven, Heaven isn't too, too far, far away. away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay. Okay. So, what would be your least favorite on that? On that? On, on that? Um, immortal if album. I'm, if I'm being honest, uh, for that one, um, okay, we're gonna we're gonna have to do uh, we're gonna have to do another cover wars one day on this particular song, and we're gonna put it head to head with asking out Zandria because I'm curious Ooh. to hear. What idea. your thoughts are, but Youth Gone Wild by Skid Row is a great song. I absolutely love it. Um, but there's a Youth band Gone. called Swindle uh, that did a cover of that. Um, it's not my favorite. No. Never really like nothing. It, looking at the rest of these bands that was on there, like they had some other songs that were good. Um, couldn't really get into Swindle for whatever reason. Um, but uh, you know their their cover was was good. Uh, it's just it's hard to it's hard to find some originals that I liked, but um, so yeah, Youth Youth Gone Wild by Swindle. Also, the Asking Out Zandria cover of Youth Gone Wild is is great. So the original song that was by Skid Row, correct? Yes, yeah. Okay. And actually, there's another Skid Row uh, Skid Row song that's on that very first Punk Goes Metal. Um, I remember you, um, uh, but the Ataris right, yeah. did a cover of it. Uh, nice. and I will have to say the Ataris is another one of those bands that what's good at covers but i i mean i can't like name you a single one of their original songs because it didn't stand out they did a great job with their cover of um um uh don henley's uh boys of summer uh you know they're yeah. that's how they got big uh -huh. was because of that right. and uh i just couldn't get into anything else also uh strung out's cover of bark at the moon is phenomenal bark just some, some uh okay so you're gonna have to tell me um Oh man, I forgot their name, but they did the cover of Lords Royal, Royals. Uh, yeah, you, you it is to, on one you, of these. Um, that one me. is, yeah, that is a good cover. You I can't remember which, which one that album it was. It was yeah, so, yeah. Okay. yeah, we'll find it though. Okay, so the next album is Punk Goes Pop, and this is the first punk punk goes pop 
album. Um, officially named that title. Came out yep. in two thousand two, and um, so punk and metal might not be the strangest bedfellows, but punk and pop are on. Uh, punk and pops, on the other hand, um, so the the starting line took on "I'm Real" by Jennifer Lopez and Pre Fry Festival Ja Rule. Yeah, we got to talk about a fire festival later. So that's, <laughs> the, so. the, yeah, the, the fire festival thing was just a... We have to do a whole episode on that. It was... it was. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I still got to watch that Netflix thing. But uh, um, yeah. but Stretch Armstrong was on the album, too, and, and tackled Pink's Get let, get, um, get This Party Started. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. Yellow Card's rendition of Michelle Branches Everywhere racked up a 3.8 million... Spotify streams and holy crap, ding, ding, that is ding. a great, huh? That's the one, man. Ding, ding, ding. That is the that is Everywhere. the best song on that okay. whole album. Is, okay, uh, was Yellow Card's Michelle Branch cover of uh, <laughs> Everywhere. So good. I mean, so good. Yeah, I, I mean, to get three point eight on one song, three point million streams on one song. Come on now, that's gotta be. Yeah, I, that had to be the best song on there. Yeah, so. and this is pre this is pre Ocean Avenue Yellow Card too. So. Okay. Uh, like this is this was released like a year before Ocean Avenue came out, so Yellow Card wasn't a household name yet. They were just you know an obscure pop yeah. punk band, um, and did a great job. So, is there any album? Is there any song on the album that you didn't? No, all these were good. Uh, yeah. Get this party started. Um, Stretch Armstrong, some South Carolina boys. Yeah. Uh, you know, a uh, good a good cover. Bye bye bye. Uh, Further seems forever. Um, you know, another that's another great band um in fact am i am i remembering this right further seems forever yes further seems forever is the band that the lead singer of dashboard confessional was in Mm. uh before he started dashboard confessional so pre-dashboard uh tunes there with the cover of bye 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 in sync in sync yep yeah i always get confused is it in sync or is that backstreet boys i don't know Oh, it's oh. it's in oh, sync. It's in sync. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The pop goes acoustic volume one, I think. And it came out in two thousand three. So punk goes acoustic would be the first punk goes dot 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 album. Yeah. To entirely forego covers. Yeah. For the first time, um, it's exclusively featured original broken down and to the bare essentials on acoustic. Uh, Finch's letters to letters to you uh, surpassed one million plus Spotify streams. Yep. So that is that's my favorite one on that one. Letters, letters to you. Yeah. Uh, it's just a great it's a great uh, song in general, but the acoustic version of it was really good. Uh, another great one off that one is uh, Sugar Colt's acoustic rendition of their song Memory. Uh, it's really good. Um, and then uh, looking at this one too, I will I will say this. There is a version of um, this of this song that I love in acoustic form, and there's a version that I don't love. Mm. Taking Back Sundays, Cute Without the E, um, is a wonderful, great emo staple uh, um, when it is played in its normal form. This particular uh, acoustic cover I, or acoustic version I yeah. don't like, but they have an acoustic live album that they did shortly after Louder Now came out and that cover of it is amazing and every time it pops up on 
Facebook, like the video of them, because they made a DVD and everything out of it yeah, too. Yeah. Uh, every time it pops up, I share it every single time because it is so good. So good. It's a banger, as the children call it now. It is a banger. And I have to point <laughs> out too, so Swing Life Away by Rise Against was already an acoustic song. Yeah. Uh, just did it again uh-huh. in acoustic uh, for uh, that did make <laughs> for this sense, particular yeah. album. But yeah, uh, uh, that's another great song too, Swing Life Away. Cool. Uh, so punk this go punk goes eighties, my favorite my favorite um timeline eighties eighties yeah. music, and came out in twenty uh two thousand five. Uh, so punk goes eighties is the fourth album in the punk goes series, created by Fearless Records. It contains cover songs that were popular in the nineteen eighties, of course, uh, covered by mm-hmm. various alternative rock and pop punk bands. Uh, this is also the first uh, to feature the song Your Love by the Outfield uh, being covered by the band Midtown. And it is great. The song would later appear again on the compilation Pop Ghost Classic Rock being covered by the other what? What's that? I'm sorry. My notes. Okay. I think it's Electric Core. Band. Electric, elect, electronicor, electronicor, yes, electronicor band, electronic yeah. IC stars. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, so the yes, so um, the outfields, your love was so popular that two different bands covered it for two different um, um, punk ghost series. And honestly, we need to do we need to do a cover wars just on that. <laughs> okay, uh, we got two yeah. covers right there. Yeah. Honestly, it's a good it's a good template for us too because like these albums made it really easy to find cover songs. To, <laughs> to exactly. Cover wars too. exactly. Yeah. So yeah, everybody yeah. benefits from it. Um, but no, this one I would definitely say <laughs> that cover of uh, "Your Love" by Midtown is so good. Um, what a great song in general. Um, Rufio did a great job with "Don't You Forget About Me" too. Don't that's a you. that's a good one. Um, Emery, some more South Carolina boys, uh, holding out for a hero. Um, and then actually we, we have done a cover wars on one of the songs that was featured on punk goes eighties. And it was the power of love by yes. the early November. Yes. That uh, was a great, it, uh, great cover. Too. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Um, uh, now this is my second favorite, uh, timeline with, with music punk goes nineties. and six. Now, Punk Girls 90s is the fifth album of the Punk Girls series, um, and it's the first installment in the Punk Girls 90s series created by Fearless Records. It contains popular songs from the 90s, of course, covered by various alternative rock bands, and I'm so glad you inter- you did this for me. I think I hope yeah. you did it for me. Uh, the cover yeah. art references Nirvana's iconic Nevermind, Nevermind cover, on the witch and bloom originally appeared yeah which is funny because like remember the controversy surrounding that album cover a few years ago where the kid was totally fine with it his whole life and then one day was like you know what i'm gonna try to sue uh kurt cobain's estate um and try to get some money for that he even has the word never mind on on tattooed on his chest right yeah, he's been yeah. the dude has embraced being the baby from the Nevermind album cover. Um, and <laughs> you know, okay, and then one day decided, hey, I'm gonna try to sue Nirvana because yeah. they had me naked on their album cover, um, as a baby. And uh, then yeah, one day he was just like, I'm not okay with it anymore. Yeah, 
I don't uh, it know. Didn't work. It, it didn't. It didn't. He didn't get any money for it. By the way, I don't know if you saw the meme on it though. But uh, but it's 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 original cover with his new um, you know, face now plastered yeah. on the baby. You know him. You know, growing. Yeah. And uh, the meme says, "I guess he's still reaching for that dollar." And I'm like, "Oh my god, <laughs> got him! I got him!" Yeah. So, uh, so all this punk goes nineties. Which which song is the best? You think? Dude, uh, okay, so I actually listened to this album today. Nice. Um, because I knew this one was going to be really hard to determine which mm. which one that I, I really like. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> um, it's hard. I think, we did, I think we did a cover wars off of this one, too. We might have. Uh, for, uh, okay, okay, I know what, I, I know what I'm going to pick here. A lot of good ones on here. A lot of them. I would say the cover of Jumper, originally by Third Eye Blind, but done by the band Bed Light for Blue Eyes, mm-hmm. is probably my favorite one. It's the last one on there. Um, but oh my God, some good songs, some good bands. Um, Emery's on there again with the cover of um, Emery. All I Want. Yeah. All I want is to be in this way. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, the Wind Sprocket? Yep. Um, under the bridge too that is another good cover that gym class heroes does because it is i mean red hot chili peppers is funky enough but good lord gym yeah, class heroes gym, was such a good band yeah. um and they did a, they did a cool cover of under the bridge is, he added like a rap uh um section into it too is it was just, is, is that the band with Travis mccoy yes nice. yeah that was his band yeah okay, nice. um also hey jealousy uh, um yeah, by oh the Jim Blossom, love, yeah. Uh, covered by Hit the Lights. Yeah. Hit the Lights is a great pop punk Hit band that yeah. I wish was still around. They might still be around, but like, the there was an era of theirs that you I know, liked when they had their original singer. I didn't like the new singer as much, but anyway. You know who I thought instantly when you said Hit, hit the Lights? Metallica! Metallica! Hit the Lights, the Lights. <laughs> Melatica. Melatica. Yeah, right. Melatica. Yeah, yeah, that means, yeah, that's awesome. So, okay, so, um, so there's no bad songs on that album. It's Not on this one, no. Okay, there, nice. That one I would throw in the no Come on, skit man, it's the 90s. The 90s did not make bad yeah, songs. Lot, yeah, there was no bad songs in the 90s. Well, oh. well, well one or two maybe, you know. So couple, maybe a handful. A couple of Madonna songs, who knows, so. Okay, so, <laughs> okay, so Pop Girls Acoustics Volume 2. It's the sixth compilation of the pop ghost punk, and that came out in 2007. Uh, the series is the second installment of the punk ghost uh, acoustic series, uh, created again by Fearless Records. I think that Fearless Records has, has got something going on here. Yeah, um, yeah, the Fearless Records was the one <laughs> behind all, all of the... Yeah, yeah they, they had that template, man. They knew what to do. Nice, nice. Uh, so like the first album, it features previously unreleased and acoustic version songs of various pop punk bands, you know? So, any songs that, that spoke out to you on that one? Yeah, uh, so there's two that I really, really... Oh, God, this is another one that I'm like, oh, my God, this <laughs> is good. One? Oh, that one's yeah. good, too. Yeah. Um, the one that I would have to say is probably my favorite, though, uh, is... Um, the acoustic cover of Baby Come On um, by uh, Plus 44, the Blink-182 uh, side project yeah, uh, with yeah. Coppice and Travis Barker. Right. Um, you know, so it's just, there's no Travis Barker on this one, but uh, yeah, it's just, what a great song in general. I loved Plus 44. I thought they were a great side project. Um, Blink never misses with their side projects, in my opinion. 
Um, but Baby Come On was a, a great acoustic version um, off of that one. And then Who I Am Hates Who I've Been uh, by Reliant K, another great song, and they did a really good job breaking that down because um, there's a lot going on in that song in the regular version. And uh, also Echoes by Set Your Goals, that was a, another good one to close out the album with. Um, just a, a great song, really fun to play on drums, nice. I'll have to say. Uh, so I got a big kick out of this one. It's Pop Goes Crunk. Punk Goes Crunk, C-R- man. It was, it was good. <laughs> Two, 2008. Uh, yep. Pop Goes Crunk is the seventh Simon uh, compilation album in the Pop Goes series. Um, released by Fearless again. Uh, the album is composed of popular hip-hop songs performed by various post-hardcore, metalcore, and pop-punk bands. Uh, this is the first, uh, uh, and as of 2017, um, only Pop Ghouls album to carry a parental advisory or for the sexual, <laughs> vulgar, and sometimes funny nature of the songs. Oh my god. Both all-time low uh, covers, both all-time low's cover of Umbrella and Forever the the sickest kids cover of Men in Black were made available uh, for streaming on March 6th. So, yeah, so that that is one that stands out a lot of people to this day still actually there's there's two songs from this album that people still talk about uh to this day. Um one of those being the Umbrella cover by All Time Low and uh you know Rihanna's all back up in the uh super, the uh the news again with her Super Bowl performance which I thought I watched some. I didn't watch the Super Bowl this year, but I did see her performance in various clips, and I think she did a great job. So I don't understand the hate. The woman was pregnant. Good Lord, get over it. Um. Anyway, so yeah, Umbrella, great song in general, but really good cover by All Time Low. Uh. But dude, gotta talk about Still Fly by Devil Wears Prada. Gator oh boots my God, yeah. from the pimped out Gucci suits. Oh my lord, what a good one! And then you know, it's funny. You said that this was the first album that they had to throw a parental advisory <laughs> sticker over because of the yeah. lyrical content. But I mean, it was a lot yeah, of hip hop songs. I mean, it was a hip hop, so exactly. I mean, you can't, yeah, right. you couldn't escape that, you know. So, but I will, I will say, when they did their cover of that, um, this is whenever the Devil Wears Prada was still kind of under that Christian um, label. That yeah. they were you know, doing doing at the time, they edited the song, um, and took out took <laughs> really obscene <laughs> things that were in the song yeah. and made them a little more family friendly. And I thought it was hilarious when they did. Right. Uh, for example, for example, the the I won't go into what the actual lyric was, but um, <laughs> where the Devil Wears Prada was, uh, they said, um, uh take it straight to IHOP where Aunt Jemima really loves me because my syrup is so hot. Um, I'll let you go figure out what the original line was, but when I heard that for the first time, I laughed my head off. <laughs> there is. Yeah. Um, just uh, what a great yeah. breakdown in there too. And just, just sounds so epic. Like Devil Wears Prada makes music that just sounds epic. And like, it's just on this grand scale. So to take, you know this like novel almost like a novelty song like we i love it but like you know back in the day everybody just kind of like ran around singing you know gator boots and yeah. to make it sound so just dramatic and right and uh right. like it was in a movie or something it was amazing it should be the movie uh, you know should have so, been yeah absolutely. uh so pop goes punk 2 
uh, which came out in 2009. The Pop Goes Punk Volume 2 is eighth compilation of the Pop Goes series. Um, created a lot of fearless record, blah, blah, blah. Um, installment in, in the Punk Goes, um, okay, so it was released on March 9th, 2009 in the, U- in the United Kingdom and March 10th in 2009 in the United States. So one day off uh, each other. Uh, the album debuted at number 15 on the Billboard's 200, selling 21,000 copies in its first week. Jeez. Yeah, this is where the this is where the game changed for the Punk Ghost series. Like yeah. the other the other releases were moderate success. Was this is the one that was like everywhere? Right. Like everybody right. yeah. who didn't even listen to these bands listen, had songs from this album on it, right? Yeah, right. Um, the stand. Oh my God! I'm looking through it now, and I'm like, Oh my! I can't! I can't pick one that I like the best. Actually, I do. I will. I will pick one that I oh, like the best. There's some good songs on here, dude. There are over yeah. my head. Um, the I love the fray. The fray is a great band, but a day to remember's cover of Over My Head, uh, was was one that I, I'll say was my favorite. Um, but so many good ones. What goes around by Justin Timberlake, done by Alisena. Um, know, apologize. I'm, done by One Republic. I'm, Silverstein did a great cover. I'm surprised we didn't pick um, August Burns Red. Baby hit me one more time. It is good. Oh, it really yeah, is. Yeah. I promise you. Yeah. But the only drawback I have on on or uh, the only yeah the only issue I have with that one is the beginning of that song of their cover of Baby One More Time sounds exactly like the opener of one of their like earliest oh, songs okay, I think yeah. called Barbarian or something like that yeah. like the intro if you listen to those back to back the intro sound almost exactly the same so um, but yeah that that one's great and this is the first oh Toxic by A Static Lullaby that's another really good one um, but uh, and then Love Song Four Years Strong like we mentioned before they did a great job of always covering the song also had a lot of great originals uh, but uh, See You Again um, which I think was a Miley Cyrus I, th- I think See You Again was a, a Miley Cyrus cover um, I think it was from Hannah Montana maybe something like that um, great cover great song but Breathe Carolina I checked him out because I was like, okay, this is cool. This is when Attack Attack was big. So the whole like electronic sounding like metalcore thing was kind of big. Yeah. Um, I listened to him and I was like, I just don't, I don't like you don't, this yeah. <laughs> core thing yeah. that they were trying to make happen. Um, now they came back on another one, uh, another one of these Punk Goes album, uh, Punk Goes Pop albums and did another really good cover, but I just, I could not get into their original song. So yeah. I will, I will say this the first time I was like, I don't really like this, this this other band. Um, so, Breathe right. Carolina. Nice. So, Punk Goes Classic Rock is a ninth album in Punk Goes series. Um, this uh, the album contains another cover of the Alfield's "Your Love," uh, this time by IC Stars, which mm. was first covered by Midtown. Uh, on on Punk Goes Eighties in two thousand five. Also included with this album is an additional bonus CD sampler with each physical copy. So you get two two CDs instead of one yep. that year. So, um, this one I will have to say that 
and we we did a cover wars on this one too uh free fallen by the almost yeah, okay. man uh, yeah, what a good cover yeah, um I was that was that. such a hard episode to do too it was between that and john mayer's cover of free fallen oh, oh it yeah. was tough yeah. i was tough yeah, I forgot which one we no we we picked this we picked this one didn't we? I think so. Yeah. I think we went with this one, and that was hard for me to do because I have loved that John Mayer almost, cover for such a long time. But oh, but almost, see, man. when you I, I I guess when you heard the songs back to back, you're like, okay, well, this is a little bit better than the yeah, a little bit yeah, better, a little yeah. bit better, you know, not um, by much, but it's a little bit better, right, right. <laughs> so Pop Goes Punk Volume Three it came out in 2010. Or everything went to crap because of social media. Um, <laughs> so it's true, man. 2010 ruined it, you know? <laughs> so who would have imagined that Miss May, May I adding metal to the Jay Z's? Jay Z, Kanye West, and Rihanna's smash hit, Run This Town. Well, uh-huh. they did on, <laughs> on, on this one, on this one, and cracked 3.8 million Spotify streams. Um, so what is me turned up the heat on the Katy Perry's Hot and Cold and put down 4.3 million Spotify streams. As I'm yeah. Hot and I'm um, cold. I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, I will say my standout one for this one, uh, my favorite was In My Head, um, the Jason Derulo cover. Mm, yeah. Um, that uh mayday parade did uh mayday parade is another one of these bands that does a great job when they cover a song but good lord they got some great original songs too um but uh yeah the the woe is me cover mm-hmm. of hot and cold that's a great one um i remember before they were issues before it was before the band uh turned into issues and it, they were woe is me with their original singers they also did a cover of uh tiktok by kesha um Ooh, and that was really good. That's that was not featured on any of these albums, but I just remember that cover being out there. Mm. Um, but Miss May I, same thing. Like their cover of Run This Town is really good, right? But if I wish they would have had the cover of um, Swing by Savage, uh, which is a, a great hip hop song that I love. That uh, Miss May I covered back before they kind of started to get more popular and blow up. Um. But uh, yeah, uh, the, sometimes I heard some songs and I was like, I wish this was on the Punk Goes Whatever series. <laughs> right. And yeah. they nine times out of ten, it was not, <laughs> um, because they they would have had to have re-recorded it and whatever you know for whatever reason, multiple reasons why it didn't happen. So it's all good. Yeah. Still out there. Punk Goes X, almost like Punk Goes DX. Um, yeah. And I didn't even know this was a thing, uh, to be honest with you. Punk goes X. So, well, I'm confused because um, X means 10, but they haven't released. Well, they might have released yeah. 10 in one moment right now. But this one came out in, in 2011. Uh, so, for Punk Goes X 10, um, Fearless Records united with ESPN's X Games. Ah, okay. For a high pro- profile partnership. It touts yeah. to a bevy of bangers, as Mr. Brosley saying the bangers, <laughs> uh, played during the 2011 Winter of X Games, are courtesy of Brief Carolina, The Word Alive, Miss May I, and more. Yeah. Um, so the, the, and these really, there was nothing new for any of these. They were um just, you know, bits and pieces or, or songs that were kind of chosen from other Punk Goes series, just. Mm-hmm 
all put on this compilation album. Okay, so, so it was like, it, it was like a best from this best from oh, right. okay, okay. So this yeah, one, okay. so hot and cold by Woe Is Me, um, Run This Town, Miss May I, More Than a Feeling, uh, by Hit the Lights, yeah. um, Down by Breathe okay. Carolina, um, another good cover that they did. So, yeah. um, but yeah, so no, nothing new for that one. It was just kind of a quick little compilation album and it was to, a collaboration with the x games essentially yeah. cool right I mean, the x games is like a well that's not tony hawk because that's winter well, yeah frame. so um yeah it's not i mean it's not his thing but well, yes yeah, tony yeah. hawk was definitely yeah. a part of that that's okay. where he did the 900 for the first time first human history first human in history to do the 900 has anybody uh, else did has anybody else did the nine hundred since then, or yeah, still, yeah, okay. people have people okay. have plenty of people have done it by now. He was just the first one to ever actually pull it right, off, right? Um, and it was at the nineteen ninety nine X Games, yeah. Which we talked about it briefly uh, in our Tony Hawk episode, but he right. pulled that off like a few months before the very first Tony Hawk game was released. Oh, okay, so it was a big and, um, and it helped yeah. with those sales. For actually, sure. So it was good timing. <laughs> actually, the the nine hundred wasn't was in the game. So yeah. I guess so I guess the makers had to go back and put it in the game. They did. Like, oh, okay. that, yeah, that's something yeah. else they talked yeah. about too. The game yeah. was was ready to be released. It was it was done. Right. Uh, and because <laughs> he had pulled off the nine hundred, they actually went in there and added that as a special trick. Um, right. at the eleventh hour right, of yeah. of that game being released, because they were like, well. Mm-hmm. Crap! Like he actually did it. Now we got to throw it. Yeah. In. <laughs> so, I, I, I think they were happy. Okay, so I, so I think they were happy, happy that he did it, but sad that they had to go, go back and recode that whole. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what do we do now? You know. So. Right. Okay. So back right. to Pop Goes Punk. So back Pop Goes Punk Volume Four came out in 2011, and can be cited as the most streamed compilation in the series. Uh, the, to- the total number of Spotify streams eclipses a staggering 81 million. That's with M. Um, yeah. Tonight's live Little Lion Man holds the distinction of most streamed songs in the series with a whopping 22.8 million streams on Spotify. It also yeah. became the band's number one most streamed song. Uh, this would be followed by Pierce the Veil's Just the Way You Are, 14.5 million, and the band's 10th most streamed song. Uh, and A Skylit Drives, Love the Way You Lie, 13.5 million, and the band's number one most streamed song ever. Yep. Woe Is Me, Last Friday Nights, TGIF, 8.5 million. Silverstein, did I say it right? Silverstein, yep. Silverstein. Silverstein. Okay. Mm-hmm. Runaway with 7.7 million. Chunk, no, Captain Chunk. Yeah. We are, we are who we are. 6.8 million streams. And Downtown Fiction Superbase with 5.6 million and the band's second most streamed song ever. I will I will say this is this is the album that had the most like metalcore bands that I remember because like every song had just this like crazy crazy breakdown in it and I spent a lot of time when this album came out 
trying to learn these drum parts, especially to last Friday night, that what was me cover. Like uh, I listened to this album the other day and I was just like, good God, man, these, these, these drums and these, these covers still hold up. Um, but, uh, uh, for, for all those sleeping, that was another one of these bands that I, they did a good cover. I could never get into any of their original songs. Don't know what it was for all those sleeping was just something that I slept on. Um, but, uh, chunk, no captain chunk, like great. What a great easy core band. We did a whole easy core episode one time, uh, pop punk and breakdowns. Like we love that kind of stuff. Um, but yes, love the way you lie. The uh, Eminem and Rihanna cover love it. by Skylet Drive is so good. Um, and uh, but yeah, the standout song for sure on the entire album is Tonight Alive's Little Line Man cover, originally done by um, Mumford and Sons. Mm. Um, so uh, what a great song to begin with, but their cover is just so good. It's full of heart. Um, there's like a full like band playing along with it. Uh, the drums are crazy in it, and it's just it's it's fun to listen to. And honestly, all right, so I will I will say this too. Have you seen the guy on TikTok that I can't remember his name, but uh, he's like this goth guy that has like all these like feathers and wings coming off of him, and he does like all these uh, like vocal covers of the emo songs and things like that. Um, where he's like standing on a park. I'll have to send it. They're hilarious. Yeah. Uh, but like he's one of the covers that he does is the little lion man. Oh, really? Punk coat, punk goes pop cover, yeah. uh, uh, but it's not alive. So he's like, st- he's like on a park bench and there's, it's so funny cause so many people have stitched other videos with it, um, where they're just walking through the park and they see this guy like standing on this park bench oh, yeah. and he's like, but it was not your fault, but mine. <laughs> 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 screaming at the top of his lungs right. and they're just kind of like okay alright dude <laughs> okay so Pop Goes Punk Volume 5 is the, is the uh, okay so that this release stands out as a second in the series to crash the Billboard Top 200 oh my god he crashed it yeah uh, landing at number 16 and selling 21,000 copies it also nope tw- yeah 21,000 it also made waves at number at number four uh, on the top independent charts, number two on the top modern rock alternative album chart, and number five on the top rock album chart. Made a parade. Somebody that I used to know, featuring Vic Fuentes, sold fifteen thousand copies yep. the first week and soared onto the top twenty of the Billboard rock songs. And heat seekers charts. Yeah. Uh, um that is the that's the one. That's the one I, I would I would pick out the, as the the standout from this one. Um what a good cover. Vic Fuentes from uh Pierce the Veil joining uh the guys in Mayday Parade. Uh again, Mayday Parade doesn't miss when they do a cover, man. It's yeah. just it's so well done. What a great song that, that they did too. Um and I know I know we're not big on uh, Maroon Five around this place, but I do like the song Payphone. Um, I'm not big on the band Crown the Empire. This is another band that did a few covers that I could not get into their original stuff. They did a good cover with this one though, um, and I saw Crown the Empire at Warp Tour one year. I was not very impressed. I'll just have to say. Uh, but uh, another good good one that stands out on that is uh, Secrets cover of Ask Back Home. Um, originally by Travis McCoy and I can't remember who the other 
girl that does the that song with him but uh what a great song um which is it's funny because Travis McCoy used to do covers uh right. for the punk go series and then got so popular that like, oh, now people yeah. were covering his song right like, yeah, yeah so yeah. It's, it's funny how it all comes back around yeah. so nice nice uh so continuing the stream success on Memphis Mayfire's grenade launched a hundred uh, one uh, 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 talking is so easy um <laughs> <laughs> grenade clocked in 11 million Spotify streams and became their second most streamed song ever and issues boyfriend the song boyfriend by issues mustered up 10.1 million streams on and it's their third most streamed song ever so that's good yeah 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 issues uh that's the you know woe is me guys like the the two guys from woe is me that started that band um kind of showed off what tyler carter could do um vocally um you know and tyler carter would come back for a few more punk goes covers um and uh yeah yeah And, and how fitting too because I always said like Tyler Carter would have been great in a boy band. Yeah. Um, and he really bought, brought a boy band element to the scene. Um, you know, he, he's just, he just had that personality. He's got the voice. Um, always, you know, woe is me. He always stood out to me because of, because of his voice. So naturally I followed him right along when he started issues, uh, and issues was great. Um, and then, so then for, for them to do a Justin Bieber cover, like boyfriend that was you know just seemed appropriate yeah. i was like oh, that's very fitting that's, and it's a good and they did a good job yeah that works that works so yep. pop goes punk volume six 2014 is the standout grammy award nominee august burns red made Miley cyrus's wrecking ball uh live up to its title and ratcheted up ratcheted what <laughs> up to 8.6 <laughs> million spotify streams their third highest telly ratchet you know i don't know if that's a good word ratchet did you know you ratchet but you know so uh, um, yeah but uh august bird red is a band that me and rosie saw a couple well last year um before what uh this uh, christmas maybe did we see august burns red we, no we saw Devil Wears Prada. My bad. Yeah, you, I, Devil Wears Prada. You saw. Yeah, I you. Saw, went, I've, I've seen yeah, August Burns Red yeah. three times, but yeah, you saw him at uh, the Senate, which I'm very jealous. Right. Right. Well, they did not play Wrecking Ball, but they played um, Aerials by System of Down. That's like yeah, there song. you go. And it scared me so bad I almost fell down and I broke <laughs> something, but uh, that's okay. But um, uh-huh. yeah, uh, this one, um, this one's got uh, Tyler Carter when he went solo. Uh, he did a cover of "Ain't It Fun." Um, which we have featured on uh, Cover Wars before. Um, and then, yeah, so we've got Wrecking Ball, August Burns Red. Um, uh, Roy, this is the youth one that's got and, Royals. Youth and Revolt, yes. Youth and Revolt, yeah. Yes. Youth and Revolt doing Man, a cover of Royals. Such, so good. That is such a, we need uh-huh. to We need to do that cover song like like yep. next week. That Absolutely. Song is, that, yeah, that song is yep. so great, you know. I recommend um, anybody listen to that. Another one uh, that stands out to me is uh, Stay the Night by State Champs. I love State Champs. Um, but, yeah, uh, Blank Space was on this one. I didn't know that. I, this That's news to me. I, I, I just, I, I don't know. I can't escape it, I guess. But And, uh, yeah. and we did talk about Ice Nine Kills on your past past, um, past thing in the past episode. 
But yes. Which yeah. which animal song is a song is Rune Five? Oh, okay. Just well. like animals. Yeah. Animals. Which we actually skipped I think we might have skipped over did we skip a punk ghost thing? Did I not throw that in? I don't there? think I don't, embarrassing I'm, of me. I'm, we did. We skipped over Punk Goes Acoustic Two, just real quick. Oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna point this out because yeah. this this is a great one too. Um so many good ones on Punk Goes Punk Goes Nineties Two, Volume Two, was released in twenty fourteen. A lot of great covers on there. Definitely the standouts would be uh oh my gosh, looking back through some of these. Um, today by Pumpkin, uh, Smashing Pumpkins, Yellow Card did a really good cover of that. Um, Torn um, uh, by uh, Hands Like Houses, uh, South Town, the POD, great uh-huh. song done by the Ghost in, uh, the Ghost Inside, Gangster's Paradise, uh, Falling in Reverse, um, Ice Nine Kills was on that one as well. They did a cover of Good Riddance um, or Time of Your Life by Green Day. Um, Do Host, Motionless and White did Do Host, yes. very fitting. Yes. Um, Midday yeah. Parade did uh, Come Down by Bush. Um, oh, my God. Really? The Color Morale did a great cover of Everlong, but originally done by the Foo Fighters. And then probably my favorite one, it, probably my favorite one on this punk goes. Uh, and we did we did, a, we did a cover wars on this one, too, I think. Or maybe we're going to. I can't remember. My Own Worst Enemy by Lip. No, we haven't done it yet. We we're going to. One. We're going to do a cover on that one. Uh, a cover wars on that one originally by the band uh lit but uh covered by the band get scared now i could not get into a lot of get scared's original stuff but they knocked it out of the park with their cover of my own worst enemy so i give them that and when you said bush man that brought back memories man bush oh yeah bush with my band back in the day holy crap i yeah. love bush love, man love, love bush. machine yeah. man can't get any bit better than that song you know oh. right uh, so punk punkus Christmas <laughs> deluxe the de- deluxe edition deluxe um, edition yeah in 2015, uh the house yeah. is uh both covers and original, uh making it a making it a unicorn in the pack. What? <laughs> August Madrid recorded the Home Alone theme. Yes, yes, uh, they did. Um, like an, an and uh, in the pack. okay. The, oh, the other one. Okay, I I, I see what it is. It, it's a unicorn because 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 it houses both covers and original songs. By okay, okay, I got it now. Got it. Right. Got it. Um. Yeah. It's a great. It's a great uh Christmas album for sure. Um. The uh the one that I would I would definitely recommend checking out August Burns Red's cover of the Home Alone theme. <laughs> uh, but also uh issues like we said Tyler Carter. Um, and just the way that his voice is, I just always thought he was a great uh, boy band sounding type of singer. Um, you know, Issues did a cover of "Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays" by NSYNC, uh, and it was it was just, it's really well done. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a uh, yellow card with Christmas lights, uh, mm-hmm. twelve days of a pop punk Christmas. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know Jerry Delange. Yeah, yeah YouTuber. Um, right? Yeah, because he did he. He's in the band, um, or what's the band? Maybe with Lauren Babic. Um, oh yeah, uh, um, I got their album. I don't know what it's called, but it's it's a it's their it's a red cover. Red-handed denial. Yeah, no, the other one, the other band, or the other one. Um, oh god, uh, I can't remember what yeah, the other one is. Yeah. Um, we'll 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 leave that in there um, in the in the uh, descriptions. But yeah, 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 Jared, yeah, Jared, Jared Elon is a YouTuber. 
And I guess that's a new song that he did, um, an, an original, because um, I've never heard the 12 Bees of Pop, Pump, Pop, yeah. Punk Christmas. <laughs> you know what I really like about him? He also has a, uh, so he's got an album um, called Beating a Dead Horse, mm-hmm. um, and it's got a, what's it called? Uh, what's the name of the song? Oh, yeah, it's called Hey Jared, What's That Song Again? And basically he just did a mashup of um a bunch of uh screamo songs kind of blended together that all kind of sound the same uh and kind of ripping off of each other it was it's it's really funny so yeah hold on I'm looking up the uh other band Lauren will then yeah uh so it was red handed denial and gosh what is the other band she's never gonna come back on the show now I know right Jesus <laughs> I don't know, Lauren. I'm so sorry. Please come back. Come back, Lauren. I, yeah, it's, uh, um, it's Tyson. Dang, Tyson Dang is the, it's the drummer. I'm, yeah, what is God, the name of yeah, it? I don't know. I don't know. And, um, oh, my gosh. That is going to drive me nuts. Hold on. We're going to figure it out. Um, um, Man, she is featured on a lot of songs. Yeah, she is. <laughs> Which is great. She's, you know, I'm glad she's uh uh getting out there and um features on, on a lot of a lot of covers. Oh man. Anyway, Crazy sorry Lauren. Crazy eighty eight. That's it. Crazy yeah. eighty eight. Oh my god. We love you, Lauren. I'm back, Lauren, please. Yeah. Sorry. I need a crazy idiot. Yeah, but crazy idiot is the fresh album. Crazy idiot. Yeah. So Derek A. Lunch is the uh producer um and the guitarist of Crazy Idiot and he's a YouTuber. Yeah. That's the guy. Lauren, I love you. Please don't hate me for this, but yeah, Crazy Idiot. Yeah. So we are all okay, so Punk Ghost Pop Volume Seven. I think we're here. Um Yeah. Uh, so the most recent installment made waves throughout the rock world. Uh, the streaming success continued, uh, spanning Andy's Andy Black's "When We Were Young," uh, feature Juliet Sims, which reached six point four million Spotify streams, and Sims's number one most streamed song, and back and Black's fourth most streamed song yet. Grayscale's Love Yourself with 3.2 million Spotify Spotify streams and the band's third most streamed song. Uh, We got New Year's Day's Gangsta with (laughs) 2.8 million Spotify streams and the band's third most streamed song. And more, yeah, it it included a whole lot more artists in the album. So This is it. This is where I tapped out, dude. I was like, None of these are good. Yeah. Um, I didn't really care for real any of these covers, and some of these bands are really light. Like I was not impressed with yeah. State Champs' cover of Stitches. Um, I just uh, Dance Gavin Dance did a cover of That's What I, I Like. I really hate that song. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, can't see, feel my face. I like The Weekend, but I did not like. I don't really movie. like the Amity Affliction. Um, sorry, a lot of people are probably gonna burn me at the stake. For no. that one, I mean it's uh, okay. So we didn't have anything released year after year after year. 
sometimes you just gotta you just gotta tap out at some point it's gonna get old yeah and this is where i was like all right man this is this is kind of i'm over it now i will say there is one song that i really liked on this one it's uh seaway uh did a cover of closer um by uh oh what's the what's the no uh what's the oh my god what's the band come on blake it's the djs the two djs what's their name that punk that punk no, um, what's what's oh my god, um, chain smokers. Oh, okay. my, I could okay. not remember her name, yeah, Halsey and um, chain smokers. Okay. Uh, yeah. but uh, yeah, so um, uh, Seaway, a great uh, pop punk band, um, uh, kind of like a newer pop punk band, did a uh, I mean, a great cover of, of that, but everything else on there, it's just like I'm I'm over it, man. I think we're, I think the fatigue is starting to set in with with them doing this every year you know so because like i just what i didn't get in i wasn't as i didn't feel like the pop songs were very good i the covers didn't stand out to me in any way i just i i couldn't i tapped out with this one yeah yeah it's kind of like what the kids probably throw in there on like chapter 48 of them I'm like I, come on I bro. don't know but I'll be honest <laughs> I had the idea to do a kids bop episode the other day right. so um, stay tuned <laughs> well so uh, but yeah I want you to talk about their legacy for a minute because I think that this okay so anytime you have a a, a series like this it's got to it's got to become some kind of a legacy you know I yeah, mean, um, I mean, they, and uh, there was one one final release, real quick. We'll just oh, tell you guys. Okay. Uh, it, it was in in 2019. Punk goes acoustic volume three uh, is the last in the installment. Um, you know, and and you know, kind of like the other punk goes acoustics. It's just you know, uh, uh, acoustic renditions of some of these bands' original songs. But um, act appalled by uh, Circus Survive. It's a great one on there. Screaming Infidelities by Dashboard Confessional. Um, a boy brush red living in black and white uh, by under oath is another great one on there um and it's, oh yeah just so many good ones man yeah. um but uh yeah so that's the last one that we that has happened i don't know if there's any more plans to do uh any additional pop goes i guess we'll see um but uh i i would say that as far as the legacy goes with the punk goes pop like i said before it was a way for to bridge the gap so in a way uh, it was a way to bridge the gap between the uh the world of pop music and the world of alternative music with you know screamo and metalcore and pop punk and stuff like that right right so it, it brought people together i feel like i think it did a great job you could you could kind of relate with someone if you were like oh i, I like the song I didn't like the I didn't know the original song until I heard this cover of it or you know whatever um or vice versa like uh, someone who is wanting to get into heavier music could listen to the punk goes pop albums and kind of find something to attach themselves to and be like well I really like that cover that that band did um I'm going to go check out their original music type of thing you right, know so right. it's just I, I I think it was a great way to bridge that gap and bring people together um, cause that's what music's all about is bringing people together. Uh, yeah. the, uh, the, where the fatigue set in, and like we said, for a long time, they have this great template for what it would, what success would be by taking 
a popular song that you didn't have to write. The bands didn't have to write a song. They just had to come up with their own version of it. So you have the structure already there for this popular song, and it was pretty easy for bands to do. Okay, let's do some chugga-chuggers. We're going to do a breakdown in this part. Uh, we'll do double time over here. We'll do halftime for this part. We'll scream this part. Um, we'll sing this part because this is what everybody knows, and it worked, and it worked for a long time, almost 20 years of them doing that. Um, but at some point, the fatigue sets in, and now I get irritated. Someone who was obsessed with all these albums and spent a long, lot of time listening to them, now I scroll through TikTok, and I see a band that pops up, and they're like, what if... Uh, what if Backstreet Boys was pop punk? And like, no, dude, we've we're, we've done that. Do you can write a song? You have the ability. You have the ability to to play music. Take some time and write an original song. Right. That's all I'm saying. Add your own so, chugga chuggas to your own song. <laughs> sure. If that's yeah. if that's what makes you happy, like do it. Um, I just yeah, I I, I think I think after a while, people just kind of got tired of the same. Same old, same Releases. old. Yeah. It, it all started sounding the same. Um, a lot of the bands were starting to sound the same. The pop songs weren't as good. So I, I hate to see the way that it fizzled out, but I think it did a really good job for for a long time of just bringing people together. There was a, a thing that people could listen to it and you could share something with someone else. And it was just a way of, that you could bond with somebody. Um, you know, I'll be honest. Uh, whenever I had one of these albums, I think it was Punk Goes 90s 2. Yeah, that was it. Because Gangster's Paradise by Fallen in Reverse was playing. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah. my sister-in-law, Christine, was in the car oh. and she did not like it. Ooh. And she said, uh, she said, this sounds like Kids Bop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, so it wasn't for everybody, but still, like, you know, um, me and Allie listening to you know Allie Allie will will enjoy some heavier music. She I think she tolerates it more just because of me. Um, but yeah. you know, like we listen to the punk goes nineties today, and you know there's some heavier parts in some of those songs. But when they weren't in the heavier parts, you know she was sitting right there singing along to the regular chorus and things like that, and just you know just it it was a, it was a way to bring people together i think it was a really beautiful thing and i hate that it's it's now becoming a, a, a nuisance to me yeah um but that's not necessarily their fault i think it's just the culture we live in uh the popularity of tiktok and how that uh blew up with people just finding a a, a mold that they could uh build their career off of right yeah. i'm just kind of tired of it but that's just yeah. me maybe you're into it and that's fine um but that's just my opinion. Maybe so. And opinions are like buttholes. Everybody's got one. Everybody's got one. Yep. Well, that's a good, that's a good, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know what to say now because that's, that's a very deep Well, how thing. can you say anything after a profound statement such as that? Right, right. But I will say this. I really, uh, like, love this idea that you did on the Mental Health Minute mm -hmm. um, because these are 10 powerful songs about mental health. So, yeah, so yeah. came across an article I thought it would be neat to kind of throw into our uh, mental health minute here um, as we wrap this episode up. But yeah, 10 powerful songs about mental health and resilience from the Beatles uh, and Demi Lovato to Jay-Z. Mm. Okay, um, so uh, we won't read this whole article. We'll just kind of tell you what some of the songs are for the sake of time. But um, 
Yeah, pretty pretty neat. Uh, Help by the Beatles released in 1965. Uh, this may sound like a timeless pop nugget, but beneath the uh, the uh, melodies is a cry for help. The title track for the Fab Four's 1965 album, John Lennon wrote the song to express the growing anxiety that he felt as a result of the band's fame. In subsequent interviews throughout his solo career, Lennon would reflect on the track and describe it as an attempt to face his struggles and chart a way by reaching out for help. Um, number two, Now I'm In It by Haim, released in uh, 2019. The most important relationship that you can have is one with yourself. That's the crux of this brooding uh, ballad by the big-selling pop group. As the lyrics unfurl, we find out that singer Danielle Haim is pining the peace of mind rather than an uh, is pining for peace of mind. Excuse me, rather than a significant other. Um, can't get a read of myself. She sings. Need thing. Need to change the situation. Number three, one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five by Logic, released in twenty seventeen. With hip hop firmly established as one of today's most popular genres, uh, a rapper's world is powerful, and perhaps none is more more than uh, more moving than Logic's one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five, named after the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline uh, in the U.S. The track shifts perspective uh, from a caller to the hotline. Um, excuse me. Uh, shifts perspectives from a caller to the hotline to the advisor on the other end uh, before concluding with a soulful outro, uh, outro provided by young R&B star Khaled um, who provides the refrain I want to feel alive. According to the hotline, the organization received a near 30% increase in calls in the three weeks following the song's release. It's awesome. Wow, yeah, they're really, really good. Yeah, that is yeah, great, yeah. yeah. Number four is actually a song that was covered by Yellow uh, Yellow Card uh, on one of the um, Punk Goes albums we just talked about today by the Smashing Pumpkins, released in 1993. Uh, the dreamy nature of this power ballad disguises its darker subject matter. Uh, written during bouts of panic attacks, Billy singer uh, singer Billy Corgan <laughs> said that the song was composed to remind himself um, to uh, persevere and leave future worries behind. Today is the greatest day that I've ever known. Today begins. Uh, can't live for tomorrow. Tomorrow's much too long. What a great song. Mm, yeah. um, Skyscraper by Demi Lovato, released in 2011. Written not long after Lovato checked herself into a U.S. treatment facility, uh, the poignant uh, lyrics trace her recognition that it was time to seek help. Go on and try to tear me down, the chorus states. I'll be rising from the ground like a skyscraper. Number six, Smile by Jay-Z featuring Gloria Carter, released in 2017. When Jay-Z speaks, the streets listen. And what they heard in this career highlight is not a trademark, uh, whatever, uh, but a sober look at what lies beneath that confident exterior, uh, which includes the revelation that he was seeking therapy. In the shadows, people you see as happy and free because that's what you want them to see, Jay-Z raps. Living two lives, happy but not free. Number seven, Head Above Water by Avril Lavigne, uh, released in 2018. When the Canadian pop star returned after a six-year hiatus uh, with this title track from her new album, many fans assumed that her time away was spent under uh, unwinding after more than 15 years of recording and touring. Turned out, however, that Lavigne uh, was engaged in a battle with Lyme disease. The rock ballad recalls the singer's efforts to remain positive despite her worsening condition. Uh, my life is what I'm fighting for. I can't part the sea, can't reach the shore, she says. And my voice becomes the the driving force. I won't let this pull me overboard. Number eight, You Still Believe in Me by the Beach Boys in 1966. I know perfectly well I'm not where I should be, Brian Wilson sings in one of his most heart-rending, 
the beat, uh, heart-rending Beach Boys compositions. The song may be fashioned as an address to a spurned partner, but it also functions as Wilson's love letter to himself. Over swelling strings, harpsichords, clarinets, and the lamenting notes of a piano, he accepts his fraying mental health with the resolve to be kinder to himself. 24-7 by Kalani, released in 2016. Kalani released this electro-pop single with lyrics gleaned from, with, uh, gleaned from therapy sessions. Uh, more than the uplifting melodies, it's her controversial lyrics about self-acceptance and resilience that hit home. It's uh, it's all fine to not think you're fine, she says, or have, to, or have the wish to feel any better. And then finally, number 10, Everybody Hurts by R.E.M. released in 1992. What a good song. Yeah. Uh, part of their masterful album, Automatic for the People, a brooding song cycle about life and death, R.E.M. wanted to uh, write a song for struggling teenagers. As a result, Everybody Hurts is home to their most direct and heartfelt lyrics. Over a rolling acoustic, uh, acoustic guitar, the song picks up steam uh, with Michael Stipe imploring excuse me, imploring listeners to forge forward and seek support when faced with seemingly insurmountable setbacks. Don't let yourself go because everybody cries. Stripe says Stipe, excuse, excuse me. Stipe says his voice quavering. Everybody hurts sometimes. So there you go. Yeah. 10 songs about mental health that maybe you did or didn't know. Uh, and, uh, I Let that be an encouragement to you this week. I didn't know that they were about mental health, like half of those songs. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's great that you uh, found, yeah. found that article. So, thank you for that. Yes, sir. Um, so if, yeah, so if, if you're in, um, if you have, if you're struggling with depression, you know, you could probably listen to those songs that might, those songs might lift you up. If not, you know, call the, call the, um, hotline and they'll, They'll help yeah, you. you hey, man, you can call better help, you know, with our 10% discount right. code, me six weeks. So try those out first before anything else. And um, so thank you for listening to, to the show today. Be sure to share this with your friends, families, cats, dogs, uncles, you know, coworkers, and everybody else. And please leave a rating and review wherever you can, such as Apple Podcasts. Uh, it helps us out tremendously, and we'll read your review right here on the show if you want us to. The best way that you can stay up to date with us is by following us on all of our social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Just search for When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast. Give us a follow, please. And would you like to be interviewed on the show? Reach out to us at, with, at James at WhenWordsFailMusicSpeaks.com or Blake at whenwordsfailmusicspeaks.com or you can message us on any of the social media sites listed, uh, you know, that Blake told you about. That's right. And you can subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can watch interviews, music video reactions, uh, vinyl showcases, and more. It's youtube.com slash whenwordsfailmusicspeaks. Uh, be sure to turn on the uh, notifications bell so that you can be notified when new videos are uploaded. And if you don't mind, if you're watching this on YouTube right now, give us a thumbs up we really appreciate it thumbs up smash that like a button smash it up. obliterate something i don't know what to yeah i'm not my throat, my throat won't allow me to do it tonight yeah, unfortunately yeah we're not youtubers so we can't express how much we want you to hit that like button you know or or the subscribe button yeah. oh man you can subscribe to us too and we'll love you for that yeah. too 
So we're okay with that. <laughs> uh, for all these links, or to find out more about us, or order buy some of our merchandise, we have shirts for sale. Uh, visit our website at whenwordsfailmusicspeaks.com. Our logo was created by One Up Graphics, and our theme song was created by Doc Brass. You can check them both out on Twitter and Instagram. It's at, at One Up Graphics and at DOK Brass. Uh, if you don't mind, check out my other podcast. It's called South Carolina Spook Show. Uh, if you're into true crime or ghost stories or UFOs, uh, especially surrounding the state of South Carolina, and you're into that kind of thing, go give me a follow. I appreciate it. It's available wherever you listen to podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, where I would also love if you could give me a rating and review. Yes. Very much appreciate it. Yes. Uh, sources from this episode come from Wikipedia, fearlessrecords.com, and the National News. Dot com. We do not own any of the music that was used in this episode, and no copyright infringement is intended. James, you got anything else? I think that's it. So uh, thanks again for everybody listening, and always remember, when words fail, music speaks. Bye, guys. Goodbye. So long. Who sings that? Besides like, like you, okay. I do. Well, okay. I do. <laughs> Bye, guys. You forget it. <laughs> Podcasts, uh, it helps us out tremendously, and we'll read your review right here on the show if you want us to. The best way that you can stay up to date with us is by following us on all of our social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Just search for When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast. Give us a follow, please. And would you like to be interviewed on the show? Reach out to us at with at James at when words fail music speaks.com or Blake at when words fail music speaks.com or you can message us on any of the social media sites listed of, you know that Blake told you about. That's right. And you can subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can watch interviews, music video reactions, uh, vinyl showcases, and more. It's youtube.com slash when words fail music speaks. Uh, be sure to turn on the uh, notifications bell to, so that you can be notified when new videos are uploaded. And if you don't mind, if you're watching this on YouTube right now, just give us a thumbs up. We really appreciate it. Thumbs up. Smash that like button. Smash it. Obliterate something. I don't know. what. To, yeah, I'm not. My throat, really. my throat won't allow me to do it tonight, yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, we're not YouTubers, so we can't express how much we want you to hit that like button. You know. <laughs> Or, yeah. or the subscribe you button. Yeah. Oh, man, you can subscribe to us, too. And we'll love you for that, yeah. too. So. We're okay with that. <laughs> uh, for all these links, or to find out more about us, or, or to buy some of our merchandise, we have shirts for sale, uh, visit our website at whenwordsfailmusicspeaks.com. Our logo was created by One Up Graphics, and our theme song was created by Doc Brass. You can check them both out on Twitter and Instagram. It's at One Up Graphics and at D-O-K Brass. Uh, if you don't mind, check out my other podcast. It's called South Carolina Spook Show. Uh, if you're into true crime or ghost stories or UFOs, uh, especially surrounding the state of South Carolina and you're into that kind of thing, go give me a follow. I appreciate it. It's available wherever you listen to podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, where I would also love if you could give me a rating and review. Yes. Very much appreciate it. Yes. Uh, sources from this episode come from Wikipedia, fearlessrecords.com and the nationalnews.com. We do not own any of the music that was used in this episode and no copyright infringement is intended. James, you got anything else? I think that's it. So uh, thanks again for everybody listening and always remember when words fail, music speaks.
Bye, guys. Goodbye. So Who sings that? It's like besides you. Okay. I do. Okay. I do. <laughs> Bye, guys. You forget it. <laughs>